Hello everyone, welcome to another talk here. It's uh, September 22nd, early afternoon. And um, so I'm gonna talk a little bit um, under the umbrella of uh, improvisation topics. And so more specifically, uh, we're going to think about the pentatonic scales And uh, so I'm going to do a little bit of playing and um, with the effort of kind of using some of these things that we'll be talking about. It'll be a little bit similar to uh, the melodic structures in a way. So. So a couple of things um, just thinking about, and I'm really kind of de deliberately working at um, uh, spelling out some of these um, pentatonic type scales that uh, we'll be talking about today. And similar to the melodic structures, we can um, bring these under, say about, um, well, a few, maybe a little bit more uh, than the uh, melodic structures, but uh, just as a baseline of of things to think about. Um, but let's say uh, let's bring up their keyboard here and um, let's work on let's say C. Okay, so if we have C major. Okay, there are a variety of things that we could we could do, of course, but we're gonna talk about foundational kind of things. So a C major. Arpeggio, or not arpeggio, but a C major pentatonic scale that outlines a not so much the major seven, but the six, nine kind of sound. So you can probably here how that kind of overlaps there. Now there are ways that we can work in the um, the major uh, seven. So for example, similar to what we did with the um, with the uh, melodic structures, I think I talked about a little bit towards the end is um, maybe using a different pentatonic scale. So let's say we had 
C, C major 7, but we played more of like a G major pentatonic, so. Okay, so we're still using the same kind of sound. Hopefully that all came across there. So that would be like a G. Um, Pentatonic major should turn down so I can dig in a little bit more. Um, so, so there are a couple couple just things, but you can you can use as a starting point. Think about the um, the major um, pentatonic on um, some of those moments. So um, so let's take a moment to I'll. I'll well, uh, let me talk about the minor as well. So, um, so let's say you may have heard me play on the uh, let's say the the D minor. So you could might play a minor six pentatonic on that. Okay. So a minor minor pentatonic. would also work. Uh, but let's start with the minor six pentatonic as sort of a foundational sort of shape. All right, so I'll go through and I'll play a little bit and see if you can listen for those moments where um, where we end on a on a chord like the G, the C, um, and the E minor in particular. And then I'll get into the dominant pentatonic in a minute, but we'll talk about those kind of tonic major and minor kind of sounds here. So those are some of those moments and uh, went into pentatonics and other spots as well. But let's take a look at, um, uh, so the dominant pentatonic, okay. So we have this moment where we have the A7. All right, so we have, we could take sort of the major, you might think of the major, pentatonic or A major pentatonic, but rather than 
playing this note, we're going to play this note. Okay, that's from the same collection of notes as that um, minor six pentatonic as well. So it's kind of a mode of that um, as well. Okay, so let's take a look at, um, or take a listen to, to that. So let's say we have A7. So, okay, so we get that sort of sound. Now we could weave that back and forth, you know, we could, we could play. Okay. Um, and then on the uh, D7 as well. Okay, we can get that same sort of sound. So we're getting a root third and fifth, and then also we're getting a nine and a flat seven. So as you can hear, it's a little bit similar to the um, uh, the uh, melodic structures that we talked about. All right, so we'll do a little more playing and see if we can come across those moments with a dominant pentatonic. you don't have to use them kind of exclusively either so it might do a little stepwise motion so but, but you can kind of use the pentatonics to create a little bit of a, a framework right because one thing that's really um, beneficial about the pentatonics on guitar whether you're playing blues guitar or um, rock guitar or jazz guitar or uh, country or, or um, any any style so this um, scale on, on the instrument of the guitar is really technic technically um, fairly, I don't want to say easy, but it's, it's, it's accessible and it kind of works well um, and it's effective. Okay, so um, if we have a, a scale, so this is one of the first one that ones that folks oftentimes learn here. So A minor pentatonic. Okay. So what what is is going on there with why why is it technically sort of um, 
not too hard to do, at least if you've been playing for a little while. Well, we have two notes per string. Right, so the fingers can say, oh, I'm gonna, you know, I can kind of handle two notes here. Um, and then it has a very open sound too. So um, um, just in general, but on guitar, it works out really nicely because you have a position, two notes per string, It you don't even have to really shift usually. So um, so that, that creates a, a good foundation. Now, one, one thing that we're doing with this is, is learning a little bit about, you know, maybe different modes of the uh, pentatonic as they relate to just on a practical level, some of the changes for this tune, nuage. So you take a chord like uh, C, okay? Um, and we have major pentatonic, right? Or C minor, okay, so we have minor pentatonic. Or, you know, when you get to the, let's see, um, F9, or if you think of it as A minor 7 flat 5, or um, F7 over A, or whatever it is, you know, I think, okay, maybe you can use the dominant pentatonic. So those two, um, two basic types of pentatonic scales, the, um, the major pentatonic and its relative minor and really all the modes of it. Um, and then the, the minor six pentatonic or the dominant pentatonic. Um, so some kind of well-worn uh, paths there. Um, so you might say, okay, well, um, it's really useful for, um, in your dominant, obviously, um, the minor six. Okay. Okay. Um, and now another, another thing we can kind of do too, is to take, let's say we have this minor seven flat five and this tune nuage. Um, what if we took the minor pentatonic and just lowered that fifth? Okay, so then we get something that really works pretty nicely on the um, A minor 7 flat 5, so that's another moment there. So let me do a little more playing and just kind of drop in a little bit more of these ideas as we go along here. Go a little bit slower. Thank you. 
so there, you know, we're working in that um, uh, basically kind of thing in terms of some chord scales there. So we have the, um, um, and we'll get to think of in terms of these chord, uh, these notes. Okay, so we have um, so you can, you can relate this to the arpeggio. Okay, so we have that. Um, And then um, add this note in here. So it's kind of a non chord tone. So that's another perspective on it. So what do we do on some of these um, dominant seventh chords that maybe have a flat nine? So basically you just flat the nine. So you take the, the dominant pentatonic and you flat the nine. So. So that's another moment in there. So you can you can take uh, let's say there was some moment we play uh, B seven. So we could have a could have maybe a flat nine on that. So we end up with a dominant pentatonic with flat nine. So let's listen. For that as well. So I'm not using the midi neck during the playing part because it's with slurring and everything it it's going to um, kind of um, not show up quite as well. So we incorporated some of those uh, flat nines in there with the um, dominant uh, pentatonic. So, so that is, you know, an idea of using uh, some of these things to help practice outlining the changes. And um, you know, when you go to take um, take a solo, if you're playing playing out somewhere, or playing in a jam session, or playing a restaurant or a concert, whatever it is. Um, of course, you're going to kind of sit in the moment and sort of not over 
think it or deliberately play all this, but these are things that you can do in your practice to um, to internalize some things, and they will at some point just kind of um, come out more uh, spontaneously um, in the moment. So we don't have to deliberately think, okay, I'm going to play this now and all that. All right, so there are um, you know quite a few pentatonic type scales that that you can use on um, on chords and chord changes to work with just about any uh, change. Now, in these particular changes, which I might do another um, another backing track just to kind of change things up, but we have this kind of B, F step to C kind of thing going there. Um, but you might also play a change like this. So I might do a backing track with something a little more like this, F sharp minor 7 flat 5, and going to B, right? Uh, so. So then you can play some of those um, uh, pentatonics as well. So, um, so let's list pretty much what we have kind of covered. Let's take the a C chord and just kind of kind of start with that. So we have C. Okay, we could have say a C major pentatonic. If we have more like C dominant seven, we could even still use that same one, but we get chord tone if we use that dominant pentatonic. So remember, it's pretty similar, right? Uh, so some other chords that we talked about. Well, let's talk about the C7 with a flat 9. So, so then we just alter that dominant pentatonic to help us work with that. All right, so another instance was the... Um, um, what was it? The uh, minor seven flat five, right? Okay, minor seven flat five. Right. So there. Well, let's go. Let's talk about minor first. Let's just talk about natural minor before we get into all that. Okay, so we have. Okay, that's not right. Um, there we go. C minor. So, so minor pentatonic. So start with you know the minor pentatonic. Okay, and then the, well before we go into that. Okay, let's back up again. Okay, so we have minor minor seven. How about minor six? So we can think about that pentatonic as well. I know this probably seems like a lot to absorb, but um, um, it's maybe not as complicated as it, as it sounds. So just try, you know, if this is all new, just try to spend a little little time on each thing. Um, okay, so let's, let's go let's go back to the minor seven for a moment. Okay, and then do a minor seven flat five. Okay, so we just 
uh, lower that this note here. So everything um, that I'm talking about here is just a little, um, you know, closely related to um, to either the major pentatonic or the um, uh, minor pentatonic, um, and then I guess the dominant pentatonic, um, especially with the flat flat nine, is a little little further reaching there. Um, so, so just try to spend a little time on all that. All right, so I'm going to do a little bit of playing here right at the end, and um, and um, we'll work on uh, hopefully everything's going. I've just got this notice. All right, so uh, if you're checking out this on the podcast, the uh, live stream software just crashed. Um, so not sure what happened there. Um, but uh, let's see if we can get that up and rolling again here. Sorry for the interruption. Um, this podcast is primarily live, so um, I'm not sure exactly what happened there, but um, I think we are, should be up and running here again um, just a moment. So I'm going to play a little bit, and uh, sorry about all that, and uh, get going. So sorry about the interruption there on the video as well, live stream. Um, something just crashed and got it back and running again. So again, not sure what happened there, but do our best here. Okay, here we go. Thank you. 
Thanks so much for checking this out. I hope you enjoyed it. If you're checking this out on the podcast, please um, visit fretprints.com and uh, also uh, youtube.com forward slash fretprints to check out a video version of this. And uh, if you're already a member checking this out, uh, thanks for for being a member. And um, I'm definitely looking for feedback and and topics and, and things that you're interested in. So please leave a comment. All right, well, I'll see you all in the next one. Have a great practice session.